Welcome to Hearts and Minds. Uh, my name is Catherine McMahon and I'm joined here with Maura Cassidy. Today we're going to be talking about virtue and the whole thing of trying to be a better person, human development, self-fulfillment and everything that comes in between. So uh, Maura is going to start the ball rolling on passion and what is passion and where, why, does, why is it important to have passion in our lives as a kickstart to living a virtuous life? Exactly. So I, I suppose I would say is we're all called to do great things. So that's and virtues at the service of that. And I think it's about reclaiming the passion for life and asking ourselves, well, what what do I love about my life? You know, um, reclaiming your life choices, because sometimes we can step back and think, well, I'm in a job that's not exactly the job I foresaw for myself. Just I'll just I'll just stick out the next two years and then I'll, I'll look at it again. Or I haven't found the man of my life yet. Or, you know, I'm married with kids and golly, passionate about life. I'm not sure that's how I describe myself. So I think it's, it is about trying to find and name the good things that are in our life, whether that's the family that we have the things that we do well, because I think sometimes we can be our worst critics, the great people in our lives, because they're a great gift in themselves, the virtues that we already have, the good things, the good approaches, the good attitudes we have, and then the blessings we have in life, you know, whether that's your faith, if you have faith, etc. And and it is also about zooming out the lens, um, which is part and parcel of that, because we often lose perspective on our own lives. So if you're too close to something, you've lost perspective on it and we can be negative or else we can be quite passive about things. You think, oh, well, just settle in, settle down. That's it. No, you know, or even even underwhelmed about things. Um, so that's the passion, I suppose, for life, loving it. And then I think it's it's how do you work that out in baby steps? And that's where purpose comes in. Purpose is being passionate about life in baby steps. Hmm. And those are the daily realities of my life. Because, um, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and all those things, we can often look to the neighbour or to somebody else and think, God, they have a lovely life, don't they? They have a great life. And, and secretly that can be gnawing away at us. Whereas it's looking at our own life and thinking, what are the daily realities of my life? Whether it's doing that to-do list again for work or trying to be creative about a client at work and we're thinking during these times it's hard to be creative or whether it's putting the toddler's toys back into the box for the 20th time today, whatever it is, it's trying to connect and reconnect with those little baby steps of every day and think, I don't really feel like this and that's not what being passionate about things is. It's that sort of intentionality about I'm going to love on this for this person, for that person, for this, because this connects with that life choice that I made ultimately. Yeah, because I think sometimes we can be very, well, it depends on your personality, but I think you, it, you can tend to be very outcome focused and think once I'm over this, then I'll be fine. I'll, I'll run with this. Once I get to this holiday or once I get to Christmas, we can tend not to think about the here and now and about being a better person here and now. And I think sometimes, certainly on, on the social media front or on on various platforms, there is an element of the horizon is where you're supposed to get to in order to be a better person. You know, like the couch to 5k or even those videos of betterment, you know, like um, 
I don't know, like doing weights or, you know, getting, losing that amount of weight. Or I'm, I'm, I'm using externals here because I think it's, it's easier in order to quantify what is virtue, although that's not virtue, you know, but at a visual level, that's where sometimes we, we see it come into our, into our screens, into our mobile phones, this sense of um, the better person is the perfect person. You know, agreed. And I think that's the biggest challenge for us is that we confuse virtue just with human development. And there's an aspect, obviously, of human development in virtue. You know, it's that untapped potential that each of us has. It's that every human being has that it's that dormant capacity. But the point about it is, I, I really think it's important that um, it's not willpower on its own. And it's not just that body beautiful Look, it's not that sort of being successful or that superhuman yeah. me because that's not real. And I think that's where, you know, the virtue, we, you know, what, what was it Aristotle said? The virtuous man is a happy man. Mm. And I think it's so important for us. And it, it gives a lot of peace to realize that virtue is, does not equate with the superhuman. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's an anathema. And I think because I think that's an element that's so out there. You know what I mean? Like if you're looking at those self-help books that are, you know, in essence are, you know, the videos that you see online with regards just human development. It's there is a tinge of the superhuman um, and the sense of, God, this person is like maxing, like they almost have to have taking drugs to kind of like, what are the those drugs called? The, the steroids? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there are there's a the smaller kind of drug, not so Definitely. much steroids. <laughs> yeah, but you know, kind of you know the pick me ups, okay. you know, to, to keep you going, like the Brockes of this world, but a little bit it's more, stronger. you know, um, as if I have to be overly productive or maxing out in order to be a better person, and we tend to forget that that's only kind of like only. 2% of what the virtues are, because it's visually appealing, obviously, you know what I mean, at a, at a marketing level. But the virtues are everything from patience to courtesy to courage to loyalty, you know. And I think those, I think you're so right, like those virtues are the ones that are just sidelines. Sorry, you know, you're just not, you're not cool enough. You're not, you know, bling enough. Yeah. You're not just awesome enough looking. Well, it's hard, I, it's harder to impact on a person's, you know, to be looking at them, let's say on your screen. I suppose image wise, it's harder to explain well, how do you, how what do you, is loyalty, you exactly, know. Exactly, or how do you show an image of patience, yeah. So you know. Yeah. You only show an image of frustration. You say, well, patience can be, you know, it, it doesn't really work. And I think as well, I think the, the, the point you make there is so valid because it is so true that we need to, you know, step out of our comfort zone and into the zone of discomfort. Absolutely. And human development or motivation on that level is really good because it's like the starting block. You know, mm -hmm. it gets us off, the, it gets, it gets, it gets us going. But I think it's only half the story because where are we going? Mm. And why are we doing this? And I think virtue answers all those things mm. because virtue is all about, I think people described it as the enhanced person. Like, and I don't mean enhanced as we would reduce it to, which of course is visually enhanced, whatever your facial enhancements from yeah. whatever sort of little treatments you get. You know, they're lovely, but that's just skin deep. He's much more looking at the whole human person. And I suppose it's the gaze of love in our life really is, is, is what we're saying. Like all those virtues you listed out there are like the poor cousins of, I don't know, uh, fortitude or I don't know, whatever other big prudence, prudence. For example, prudence gets a bad rap. It gets another bad, absolutely. So I think it's, it is a point of knowing that 
there's a gaze of love in all of our lives and virtue is about helping us to discover that, to cherish it, to own it for ourselves. Um, I, I, there's a lovely quote that um, I think is from the book. It is actually David Brooks' um, book on road to character. And he says, look, our questions change as life goes on, as our journey in life goes on. It's not what do I want from life, but what does life want from me? You know, what are the circumstances in my life calling me to? Or, you know, we don't create life, you know, mm. we're, we're, we're summoned in life. And I think that's so helpful for us to realize that in yeah. all of this. And so when we do look at our lives in terms of, well, the gaze of love, where is the gaze of love in my life? Well, that we are loved, that we can love. And virtue gives us the capacity to do that. It's like that dormant capacity to be patient, to be kind, to be loyal, to be generous, you know, to be mm. silent at times when somebody else needs to talk whatever it is they're so so important because you know I think it was St. Augustine says love then grows within you Hmm. uh, and love is the beauty of the soul and and I think those you know virtues help us to focus on what true living looks like um and I do well. think, though, that that there are virtues that obviously are the popular virtues of the moment. You know what I mean? And then other virtues obviously get neglected, you know. And sometimes I think like our current virtues are very much kind of uh, respect, kindness, uh, sweetness, like, you know, and they're gorgeous, but they can they can veer towards being um, indifferent almost. How, you know, you know, it's like the safe so, space kind yeah, of. Yeah, I'm so kind to you that I won't tell you the truth about who, you, about what you need, what, what is good for you right now. I, d- I don't have the courage because I, I want to respect you and I'm tolerant to you. And, you know, the, there's an element of um, understanding all the virtues and understanding the the mean between, like, there's there's a balance in virtue. So even virtue, you know, okay, you have uh, laziness is obviously the extreme vice of, you know, of, of, of a virtue. But then you have, to the other side, you can be extreme, too generous, you know, that kind of way. Um, and you can give yourself so much to the detriment of your health. You can be like the yes man rather than saying, encouraging all the other virtues with regards justice and prudence. They, they all intermingle with each other. So it's not just focusing. I think we pare down the virtues to like four or five and we think we're virtuous because we're living that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I think as well, what's critical there is the point you make is that, um, we try to, we're, we're, there's a fear out there, you know, it's, it's, I, I know I talk about this man quite, you know, quite a bit, but Charles Taylor in his book, <laughs> Secular Age, he talks about the poorest self um, and the he poorest. talks about the buffered self okay. and the buffered self is what you're describing there. It's kind of like now, okay, I won't do that because that'll hurt you and I can't do that because I'll hurt myself and I can't do the other because I don't know where it's going to lead to. Mm. Whereas a virtuous man or woman is somebody who actually is is hungry for life, yeah. who, who who's willing to take risks, who's willing to, for the sake of of well living life to its full mm. making an impact for others and I think it's they have, there's a thirst and there's a desire to lead a full life and mm. the virtuous person and there's also a thirst and desire to love and serve others which is really um 
it's really the, the empowering of others we're trying to do there. So it steps away very much from what you've just described there as a buffer itself. And a, the poorer self is leaving oneself open to other people, leaving oneself open to the risk of trying and failing. And that's a really important part of virtue because yeah. you've described there, you know, the balance. It's so hard to get the balance, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and also I think is that, you know, you, we can only focus on one virtue at a time. We can't focus on all of them. Because otherwise, you know, it's just a bit, frankly, slightly underwhelming, to put it mildly, because you realise we don't have them. Mm. And I like to, 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 to call it a bit like a virtue is like um, a diamond, you know, in, in, in the rough, in the rock. And, and when that diamond is discovered, it has to be, it has to be mined, it has to be worked on by a craftsman or craftswoman and to make it into the beautiful diamond that it is. But it exists in the rock. Mm. And I think our working at our lives and trying to attune our life choices or attune our reactions, our actions, our thoughts to a virtuous life, that enables that diamond that is us shine for who we are. So virtue is actually different in everyone. And it's I think like, that's um, so encouraging because Soc- otherwise... Socrates, isn't it, who says, um, know thyself, you know, or the unexamined life is a life not, it's not worth, worth living. living. You know, that element of examining yourself. You know, Self-knowledge. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, looking back on your day or looking back on your week and saying, okay, what could I have done better? What could, what did I not do great? And what could I improve for tomorrow? You know, And it's, it's like, well, that's where I think as well as virtue can look lovely in a, in a, in a, theoretically, but you kind of need to bring it down to the personal. And that's where the fun and the excitement and the mm-hmm. greatness and the, the failures happen. But what does that mean? I think it means having a bucket list, a personal bucket list for yourself. So it's, you know, it's thinking, right well, what where is the virtue in my life and uh, there needs to be an element of reflection there um and, and that's very very important to see well is it is it in my work you know do i do i finish my work well those little jobs are they finished off or do i just disregard that as not important and there's a struggle there but that's the virtue of hard work or that's the virtue of patience yeah not cutting corners yeah the mm. virtue of diligence which is the love that i put on what i do or the self-respect that I, I garner there or listening more than talking. You know, these days, I think all of us, maybe some of us more than others need to talk, you know, but maybe we need to listen more, mm. you know, and then be more attuned to what somebody's not saying. And that's that's generosity or that's kindness or it's um, making that call that's hard, you know, that oh, that relationship that I need to give a bit more input to or I've been a bit MIA, you know, making that call, giving it that time, which I'd rather not do. That's virtue and that's virtue brought down to the here and now or the virtue of just looking at the things, the routine uh, things that I do every single day that I'd much rather not do, you know. Mm cleaning that sink yet again or emptying the bins yet again or whatever it is trying to find the meaning in that Mm. you know and I'm not saying you're going to have this incredible sort of a light bulb moment but there is a light bulb moment found from you know repairing a plug or you know for the first time in your life the first time in (laughs) 10 years you know and that's it's good and important that we that's human life you know as you said you know some uh, earlier on it's not just human development for its own sake which is cold and which certainly doesn't lead to a growth and happiness in my experience I think what helps as well is to look over like understand what the virtues are in in their global sense let's say the virtues come from the four cardinal virtues you know uh, fortitude temperance justice and prudence 
And all virtues stem from those four cardinal virtues. And I think sometimes if we're a person who is virtuous in one element, let's say, for example, you're you're very competent, you're punctual, you're, you know, you get your job done, et cetera, et cetera. There is an element of fortitude that you have there, but you could be lacking in many respects with regards to justice. You know, you could be a great worker, but you could be neglecting your family. Or, um, or you might be uh, terribly prudent, you know what I mean, with regards to your own judgment of life and everything, but you're not, uh, you, you don't have that fortitude to have that courage to, you know, I don't know, invite your neighbours to a party. God knows if that's to do with fortitude. But, um, but otherwise, it's kind of like, it's if you're to compare it to some visual sides or whatever, it's like having an arm that is muscled on one side, but the other limbs are a bit weak. And you can't, you can't transport yourself. You can't go from A to B with the unbalanced self. So to have that sense of that the virtues, all of them make sense in your life and not to be leaning so much on what's easy, easier for yourself. Granted, it's helpful, but I think, it's you know, a, a kind of, when you see somebody who is like a character, a full character, a fulfillment of a person, a flourishing person, it's that they have it all. They have the whole package, you know. And that's a lifelong journey, let's be honest. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and I think, you know, I think it's, it's, it's so true, isn't it? You know, we tend to max out in a particular thing because it's our disposition or our temperament, you know. As you said, the punctuality versus the frustration with somebody who's not punctual or whatever it is. And I think that's always, that's part of who we are. And I think it's, it's important, as you say, to acknowledge that and to also have a sense of humor about it because otherwise we could take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, as you say, it's a case of all the time trying to step out of that comfort zone and go, okay, well, I, I think I need to give a bit more time to my family or I need to give a bit more time to my work. Whichever way you tend, yeah. the pendulum yeah. tends to swing. And I think the hardest part sometimes is realizing that the pendulum will pretty much always swing in that direction. Yeah, because you do have a, you always have a kind of a predominant defect. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you, you kind of fall into the same faults, but in a sense... That, that's fine too. You know, that's I mean? fine you, too. And it also helps you with, I don't know, if your friends or work colleagues who have the same sort of tendency, you can go, I'll oh, be in there, walk the t shirt, look what helps me is X or Y or Z. Mm. And also, what's lovely is I think the, 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 the sort of the marshmallow effect comes from people around us. You know, if you live with somebody who's just uber generous and you find it hard to be generous with your time, well, that's always just encouraging. Uh, mm. Sometimes it can be very frustrating because you realize I'll never be like that person. Yeah. But, they probably but that's why you have friends. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> exactly, is it? So we're all here to help each other. Um, I, I think as well, we, we, we don't become better just because we have more information, you know. Mm. I think it's important, as you uh, as we said, I think to have self-knowledge and not to be afraid to go, okay, this is this is a bit of painful to recognise in myself that I tend to fall down in this or ask your better half or ask, you know, your housemate or your friend, say, listen, do you think I tend to do this? Or mm. And they can, can kind be, of have that honesty. Yeah, Exactly. And they will tell you, look, that's not the real you, but you tend to do it. So, and that's really helpful. And then, of course, it's a case of going, well, how do I go about? And I think it's really important when we're thinking about trying to improve or grow is think, well, what can I actually do about this now? Mm. As opposed to the comment you made earlier, the future, you mm-hmm. know, when lockdown ends or when this ends or when, you know, the typical thing you always say about reading, I'm going to read that book on my holidays. Yeah, the yeah. last thing you do is read a book. You're out and about, enjoying yeah. the sun, having the chats, the last thing you do. So we were always like that. It's always kind of, we kick, we kick the can down the road and we'll pick it up at some stage and then near future would never quite happens mm. so virtue is really about the now so what can I do right now to grow in this and 
that self-knowledge, asking others, putting a little sort of a few little ideas down on paper for ourselves or in our phone, look, I'm going to try and work at this or work at that or whether it's making the bed or getting up on time or, you know, holding. Or not gossiping. Well, yeah. That's, well, that's, you that's know, a very there's, helpful one. You know, yeah, there's, there's loads, tons of ones yeah, out yeah. there that we can we can pick. And then I think it's a case of realizing is and checking in on ourselves, you know, um, because that's all about growing the beauty that's within us. And that's all about reconnecting with the why of our life, the why of virtue. Virtue is there, not as a, you know, as a finger wagging it, wagging over us, you mm. know, kind of going kind of like a moralistic, taughty, taughty, yeah, yeah. You know, naughty, naughty. Here comes the moralistic element of life. It's not that at all. It's about discovering the muscles that we have which are dormant mm. and actually you know using them um more and more because otherwise basically they're latent and, and seeing we're that from I, aristotle you know the, the virtuous person is the happy person like if if there's an element of like I, I do think when people say are you happy you know it's kind of like, oh gee you know it's a bit kind of existentially dramatic asking a person are they happy you know that's <laughs> uh, no, I, I, but um, but I do think there is kind of you know you are happy, you're content with yourself, you're at peace with yourself. I agree. When you live a virtuous life, agreed completely. You know. And I think as well, sometimes as we lose perspective on ourselves, and I think that can happen during these days because maybe our social circle is quite limited. Mm. And what can happen is we look at ourselves and think, "I'm not working, I'm not achieving, I'm not, I'm not actually becoming the better person I'd like to be." And I think it's important in those moments also to realize is that. Um, our lives look very different to other people. And mm. I had a conversation with somebody during the week about this because her comment was, I don't think I make an impact on people. She wasn't thinking in terms of, you know, Hollywood impact. She was thinking more in terms of, God, do I really make a difference in people's lives? Yeah. And I was going, of course you do. And I was sort of naming out things. They're not flattery, but just saying, look, don't you realize you're, you're so kind? Don't you realize you're so patient and all this? And, and she was going, but I, I don't know how to explain things that mean a lot to me to people. Mm. You know, whether it's her faith or whether it's her relationship or whatever. And I just made me think that, well, her life, her the virtues that she doesn't recognize are the biggest signpost for who she is mm. and for the life choices that she's made. Yeah. And I think we really, we miss out on that. Yeah, because we, we, we can kind of undermine ourselves, I think. We can cut ourselves cut ourselves short with regards who we are and that our struggles or our efforts in these areas mm. they people see them mm. and it's very edifying mm. you know um i remember you know at one point teaching a thing a class and uh, a bunch of the teenagers i was with you know they wrote up in these little post-its nice things about each other and you kind of think oh that's kind of cringy and all that but i have to say it was a really nice experience because one of them wrote up something one of the other girls in the group and she said um it inspires me to see her her trying all of the time getting up and trying all mm. of the time and it makes me realize it's worth it and i can do it too so i think sometimes it's the efforts we make to be better yeah is are the most inspiring things for other people because they're human like us. Yeah. And while we like to look at the images, that just creates envy. The image, the beautiful images on our Instagram or things that create envy in us or a sense of not achieving. Whereas the real life that, you know, examples in, in, surrounding us in our homes or in our families or among our work colleagues, those are the examples that actually ring true mm -hmm. and make a big difference. Brilliant. Okay, we're going to wrap up because we're actually over our time. Normally we try to hit at 16 minutes, but we're actually at 22. So uh, so thank you very much for listening to us. And as always, we'll put um, the links of anything we've mentioned in the description below in the podcast. Uh, 